This episode is brought to you by Lee. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit to your body, not to some passing fad or body shape ideal. That's why Lee makes denim that gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com, to shop spring looks now. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? What's happening in your life? What's What's the dilly? Remember when um, people used to say that? What's the dilio? Or did, am I the am I, a loser? I feel like that was like a very long time ago, but yeah, like I mean, bring month. it back. I can't. If I brought that back, people... The dilly. <laughs> I mean, I think say, the best... The dilio? The best thing you've done for the English language to me was despy. I use it all the time. So despy. I love so despy. Because yeah, it sounds listen. a lot more like <laughs> like it like it sounds what it means. Like, you know what I mean? Totally. If someone's desperate, they're totally despy. Totally. Yeah. I, I Thank you. Well, listen, we take a lot of swings and then hope for one home run. Exactly. You know, Dilio doesn't work and despy does. Should make a hat. Despy. Not despy. <laughs> Not very despy. despy or V despy. I like sort when of. V became very in yes. the lexicon. Also made a lot of sense. So much I use sense. That all there the was time no other well. word that. It, yeah, there was nothing else it could have been. I just and and V just like it. It has like if you're describing something as very, it just had that extra oomph that very I, needed. Because it all it also takes the edge off, mm. like of the thing. It's like you are V that, annoying right now. Like a little less offensive than very annoying. You're right. I that that is that is very true. Or v true. (laughs) Yeah, very true. An agreement. But if you were like, you're being v annoying. Yeah, it'd be like okay. Like I get that I'm sort of annoying, but you're not like mad at me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Just fucking calm down. Exactly. (laughs) And on that note, since last week things are uh, v much the same. Uh, <laughs> v much the same. It's V cold. I'm back in New York. It's um, it's V. You know, again, I do think the temperature of the dating world. If if I was to give a if I if I could be so bold, yes, is let's uh, hear a little down, a little you know, a little dark, a little right. you know. It's still we're coming out of it slowly. I I judge the temperature by the the messages that I get. And okay. I'm sure you're getting the same messages. And, you know, the when you put up the question box, like, are they hopeful questions or are they <laughs> everything's horrible questions? Right. Well, are they ever hopeful on a question box? So, sometimes, sometimes, it's, sometimes it's like, you know, sometimes it's like, hey, what's a great first date spot? Like, that's a right. hopeful question. Yeah. That's and then an sometimes it's question. like, yeah. And sometimes it's like we've been dating six months and. This came up, and it's like, okay, you're dating, and and I think during the winter season, it's like, are we ever gonna go outside again? <laughs> it's like, right, <laughs> you know, a little darker. Well, I think the benefit for someone like you, I think, who's mm. like constantly on the go, is like, mm. I feel like there's, I never maybe, and maybe this is wrong, but I feel like it'd be harder for you to feel like you were in a rut because you are always moving, regardless of here. Here's what's what going I felt. On. I this week, I I think you're right. I think this week I felt very much in a rut. I got back from Florida, like beautiful weather to 
it's just you know it's hard like i've been working out outside like i I, i'm like should i just join a gym should i just you know like it's like those types of decisions and then i think the highs become higher like i can ignore it more when i'm on the road but then when i come back it's like reality hits me a little bit like i I get a little bit down so this has been kind of that week for me um but i think you know i think we're all feeling that are you are you feeling how do you feel yeah i mean i hate this weather it's like terrible but um and also it affects I mean, like, everything yeah there's a lot of annoying shit going on but i mean on the other hand it's kind of it is kind of nice to have an excuse to do nothing kind of veg out and, and right yeah i mean i used the cold as an excuse to go buy a bunch of new pants at lululemon so and totally just close my eyes while they were ringing it up so you know we all have our thing, I mean, retail yeah. therapy you Why deserve not? it you deserve it Jared. thank you um, um we all deserve it and yes listen you know and we want to thank the listeners for being listeners it is very cool that you guys love the podcast you're enjoying it that you're commiserating with us you know i hope we don't you know we sound i, I think this is i hope this is comforting to people yeah and if you want more personal stuff subscribe to you up with benefits um <laughs> i get some nice messages from people after any of them come out that make me both happy and reevaluate um everything that i said on the show sometimes well, it's you know sorry go on for the, sorry to interrupt but for the listeners that don't know the you up with benefits is our is our uh, subscription you know version of this show and twice a month we do an extra podcast and jordana and i switch off it's a jordana episode then a then a me episode and and we kind of become each other's therapists and yes. it's funny that you br- the way you brought it up it's like yeah a jordana episode just came out Yes, just kidding. You know what? You know when it's out. When you wake up to like a lot of DMs about the episode. Yes, and I appreciate the people who are listening. And sometimes I'm like, maybe I didn't explain that right. Um, when I get a certain DM, I mean, I am very grateful that I have a partner that allows me to talk about our fights with you, and he doesn't get to give his perspective. I'm only giving really like my perspective and what I think his perspective is. So um, I do want to thank him for that. He never really cares, never minds. He's very happy for me to share like personal aspects of our life. But also at the same time, I don't think he doesn't really have like a voice in this conversation when I'm discussing it with you. Well, I, you know, for the for the listeners that aren't subscribed and you can get subscribed by searching it on Spotify, you up with benefits or just hitting that button in the Apple Apple Podcasts, and it's three bucks a month, two extra podcasts and then no ads and it comes out a day early. But this last episode, you you discussed an argument that you and Mike had a couple arguments. arguments. It was (laughs) and then it turned into a new argument that I presented to you that you should be having. Did I have to feel that he he. I hope that he thinks that I'm like a good, yeah, a, a an unbiased arbiter of the situation. And I think that's why he doesn't really mind it because he does feel mm. like um, you understand maybe his perspective more um, and can articulate it probably in a way that feels more personal than the than the what I'm expressing on his behalf. Well, this is why more men should be listening to our podcast. And, and 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 emailing well, in like did you see that tweet someone tweeted like something about the episode yeah. and they were like mike run and i was like oh my god what did i say i don't even like like <laughs> do i present myself as like some monster i don't you know and then you you know when you see when you see it when you, you all the good stuff you see all the stuff yes. and then you see the one negative thing and you're like am i gonna like is someone is he gonna divorce me like what's going on? I, I don't even know i, I wasn't said. gonna bring up the tweet i saw yeah. it 
I wasn't gonna bring it up, and the person it was a man. Over, it felt like a. It was a man. It felt yeah. in the in jest. I I didn't. Yeah, think of I it. wasn't like deeply wounded by it, but I did make me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wasn't. I, none the, and I think he said it like he said it as a joke, but it did. You know, there's mm. always a part of you that whenever you hear the slightest thing, you're like, "What did I say?" That, like, oh, makes of me course. Seem like, I'm the. I'm the I'm the most sensitive person in the world of that stuff. So I totally understand. And and when I first read it, I was like, and I, I wanted to defend you being like, you didn't sound, right. I don't think any argument amongst a couple is really crazy. Like I, I yeah. think, you know, we were talking about ice cream flavors, but ice cream flavors became about something totally different, you know, and totally as valid <laughs> as it always does. So listen, th- this is a good commercial for you up with benefits. Yeah. I, I think, it, it, it was, but I do think, like, it is. I love when you bring these arguments to me because I understand his frustration in an argument where it's like, you're like, I I want to work this out, I want to get over this, but I want it said in a way that I'm not really ready to say or I really can't right now because you're the one that's upset and I'm not. Right. You know, <laughs> like I think in totally. most arguments, like, so when I come in and I'm like. Hmm. Okay. You know, it's a. I would think it's like an easier. I I have no skin in the game. You know. Yeah, and that's the beauty of this podcast in general. When you read all these emails, is that um we you know we don't have to do the thing. So it's nice no. to also um uh, <laughs> we being there. But no, I'm always. I mean, it's funny. I always talk about communication relationship. And I'm where I am not perfect. I'm always working on that, and I think Mike is working on being receptive in in that way. But um, it just it's and I think. Maybe I felt weirder about that one than the other ones because usually I like to like wrap them up in a little bow of like this was totally mm. worked out. And this one, I'm still kind of like, I don't really know why that bothered me. Like, did it even bother me? Was I on my period? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I think I felt like a little bit like less. That's always the. the I know I hate using that thing. as an excuse. I hate using it as an excuse, but sometimes it actually, Every- it's a, it's a, tr- it's a real thing. I listen. I don't have to deal with a period, so I don't know. So I I can only imagine. But I was like, it is funny when you're in a fight with your significant other, and they're like, "Well, maybe it was my period." It's like I spent a day on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they have to pay for it, right? On a, on a on a maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the annoying thing again about like not fully understanding why you're pissed off. Is you're kind of like okay, then I I don't want to just like like it seems like a cop out to just blame my hormones, but. Well, but it, I don't think it's a cop out. I think I think um, I, I I was trying a joke out, uh, and I don't know how mean or horrible this sounds, but like I was like, women from the beginning of pandemic should have said that. No, when we got the vaccines, women should have been like, it's just like a period, and then all <laughs> men would have been like, oh, what? <laughs> like we then we finally would have understood what it's like to get a period. And we would have like we we wouldn't like lessen it. We'd be like, oh, you right? You know, getting the vaccine we, a a day in of bed. I was bedridden for a day. You know, like, that should have been the campaign, right? I don't know. Totally, so, <laughs> but I um, it is funny that like it's a very cliche relationship moment when your significant other your female significant other like sidles up to you after the storm is over being like, Hey, <laughs> was just having a moment here. And you Sorry. can tell like, they're like, they're like, I've come off of it. You know, like you could tell right. that they've wrapped their head around. Oh, that was a period moment. I should probably go and snuggle up and let them right. know that we're cool now. And then when you realize you were acting potentially rationally, you're like, you're not mad. Right. 
Like, <laughs> like, there's a really funny TikTok. Um, we should share it on you up. That's like when your girlfriend's on her period and it was like, you better shut the fuck up. And he's like, okay. And then the next day she's like, um, why are you like being so mean to me? Like not giving me any attention. <laughs> It's like, yeah, um, you told me to shut the fuck up yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but we'll share. I mean, I'll, I'll send that to Maddie. We should share that one. It was funny. But what's up with you? What do you have going I, on? I'm all over this great nation and I want people to come to shows and bring their friends. Someone tweeted at me today. Talk about tweets that like annoy you, but they shouldn't. You know, right. I got a tweet today. Oh, oh, because I'm at the Palisades Mall this weekend. It's already happened. Oh, I it's saw that happened. picture you put up of you at the mall. I'm like, who's mall who's madness? The mall? Wow, the mall. <laughs> so, yeah, something about the mall. So, mall feels comforting. It. Do, have you been to a mall lately? Um, I've been like this past year. Malls are sad. I mean, uh, malls. Right. It, it feels like the end of the country. You know, when you go to. <laughs> so they're empty. To too dramatic. They're they're like deteriorating. It just feels like you're at like. A Smithsonian exhibit of the 2000s. Like, it feels right. like a time maybe that's, why that's it feels gone good. by. But it feel, like the, idea the, of it, the idea of it feels a little bit good. Like, everything's here in this one place mm. or something. But it's all, it, you know, it's almost like a TikTok that, like, just is all nostalgia. You know, you're like, right. ooh, I remember, you know, feeling it. There's a great South Park episode about, like, the member berries about, you know, remember when? And it's just like to make you forget <laughs> everything that's awful. But I, I put out this thing of Mall Madness and then about because I'm at the Palisades Mall and this person tweeted, I haven't contemplated going to the Palisades Mall this much since high school. It's like, what are you contemplating? Uh, it's a fun night of laughs. Right. <laughs> like this, this sounds sad. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> so just, <laughs> just come. Just, just come. come like I, like so like i and i'm like there's nothing to contemplate what are you gonna do sit on your couch and look at your ex's instagram stories like this will be fun i'll have I'll, I'll bring the jokes you bring the laughter and that's all we gotta do so i'm gonna be in philly this weekend philly's actually selling well so thank you to the people of philadelphia oxnard california brea california la sold out sacramento miami hartford san francisco pittsburgh omaha columbus east providence and nashville those were added to my calendar Dayton, Albany. So jaredfree.com if you want to come. Bring your friends. It's not just like me talking about things that you know because you listen to the podcast. It's like, you know, I talk about everything. You do a great show. I've seen it. Thank you. It's really, really funny. You will not be disappointed that you went. Yeah, I talk dating, but like in You talk about everything. I, thought, sense, I talk about everything. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you're he, you're very good. Thank I can you. vouch for you. I appreciate you. that. So listen, Listen to my co-host who <laughs> who has no, no bias I, whatsoever. No, but I really do. Honestly, I, I not because not only here's how you know I have no bias. Not only did I see it and loved it, but I sent everyone I know to various shows mm-hmm. of yours across the nation. I my siblings in Dallas. I said you got to go. It's really funny. It's really good. You know they've got kids. I'm not like suggesting yeah. shit that's going to be bad for them because it's like a night out when you've got like three kids is like kind of a pain in the ass. And I said you know. I, I vouched for it. I, I believe in I, it. That, mean, that means a lot. And it, it is. I take that seriously. Someone's coming out. They're making a night out of it. I'm going to bring the funny. The funny on the Dillio. So I was scrolling through my feed like I do. And I recently learned something. Did you know that most bedding is made with harsh chemicals like formaldehyde, synthetic pesticides, and toxic dyes? That made me totally rethink my bedding. Thankfully, one company is changing the standard for good. Bowl and Branch. Bowl and Branch makes the softest, most luxurious sheets without any toxins or harsh chemicals. I will tell you this. If you go watch my apartment tour, the sheets on my bed 
are bowl and branch. I put them on my bed immediately. I put them in the wash. Then I put them on my bed. They're so comfortable. You can see them on my bed. They look good. They're hotel quality. I love my bowl and branch sheets. You can really feel the difference. And if your commitment issues get in the way, they have a 30-night worry-free guarantee. They feel buttery soft yet super breathable so you don't have to worry about getting hot and doing the one leg out, one leg under thing. Bowl and branch signature sheets come in 13 super classy colors. They have all sizes from twin up to California king. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from bowl and branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code UUP at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. Promo code UUP. Exclusions apply. See site for details. What are we talking about today, Jordana? We, we This is kind of a continuation, right? We, we've talked about fixing people up. It, to make it broader. Yes. I'm excited about this one. Fixing people up. This is a this is a very I got a DM last night from a woman and it was with a PowerPoint proposal. It, it's called Proposal for Jared Free to Get Drinks with Her Friend. Right. So she had listened to the podcast and then she created a PowerPoint explaining why I should get a drink with her friend. And I sent it to Jordana. And give me your thoughts, Jordana, please. Uh, Are we doing in. a PowerPoint makeover? Like she gave permission for us to discuss this, right? I, um, yeah, she said that I told her, I was like, we'll be talking about this on next week's you up. And she was like, that's exciting. So I think that's okay. a great, but, but we're not going to give away anything about, I well, we're going to speak in general. We're not giving it. It could be any general. Uh, honestly, if, if I can give my feedback, if yeah. I'm going to like, if we're, uh, we could touch it up, but I would say, this is how all fix-ups should happen. Totally. Yeah. No, completely. I saw this, this and I was person, immediately like, it's a yes for me. It's a, yeah, exactly. Like the, the, this person gave all the information. There's little things in it that kind of clue you into like, you know, they, they've thought of their friend. They've thought of me, uh, you know, totally. and I'm very humbled, hashtag humbled, hashtag blessed by, you know, like I, I, I'm, I, I we're reading this be- not because I'm looking to like bathe in a fix up proposal. I'm, I'm, I do think that the, and I've been, I, I think that the apps are the worst way to meet someone, the least exciting way to meet someone, but they're the most available. Yes. And the fix up is the best, but it's the least available. And right, and this is a fix-up from someone who doesn't actually know you personally, but is a fan of yours. So it's a little bit less ideal, probably, than a fix-up from someone who actually does know you, because you Mm -hmm. know that, because you get to know that, you know that person, and you know how much trust you can have in them. So this is like... There's some points in here where I'm like, they've made assumptions based on things I post that I would disagree with. Yes. But fine. I think overall, and again, I think the important to make this more relatable to the audience who's probably not getting PowerPoint proposals for <laughs> dates with someone's friend. Um, I this could have all been written out in texts to a friend with the pic with the with the photos. Like there's no, you don't need to make a PowerPoint to um, to present a fix up like this to someone you know. You know what? You do need to make a PowerPoint. I. I <laughs> Because this PowerPoint made it. It's like if you want to fix someone up. Here's the thing: people, if you know them, throw around. That's what I'm saying. If you people throw around fix ups, just like as if it's nothing, and it's like no, it means so much to the people you're fixing up. So 
how about you do have to make a PowerPoint because if you really care about fixing me up with someone, you'll make the PowerPoint. Okay. Like I, I, because I, I, or because what ends up happening because this person did a great job. Like there's explanation, there's pictures. I mean, they went into some de- some yeah. some detail that we're going to get into in a minute, but I would say like to just like throw a person at you as if it's some as if it's someone on a dating app that's just not how it is like this is important to the people you're everyone right. wants to be set up this is their time this is, this their, is their time money this is their yeah. um mental energy so absolutely i mean i, I agree. But that's why i'm like i this could have been a text like if i knew this person they could have sent it to me as text. Right. but i would want this information that's what i'm saying and, but like like i yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't write up a powerpoint because that's not my <laughs> skill set but no. <laughs> I would, if I wanted to set someone up, I would send them, like this person, I would send mm. four to five pictures that mm-hmm. are clear of their face mm-hmm. and body shots. Mm-hmm. Um, I would send a reason, I would send background information about them. And I mm-hmm. would send why I think they would be a good match for them. The why is so important. Yes. You know, because, I mean, you and I are Jewish. We get the, you're just two Jews. And it's like, no, 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 that's not enough. I, I right. you know, <laughs> like now the why is, you know, now you've made me less excited. Well, let's go through it. You had, I, I liked your your feedback. So they it opens with a cover page. Yes. It says proposal for Jared Free to get drinks with blank, blank. blank. We won't give the name out. But, okay. the, and then a picture of her. So she's very pretty. Um, Beautiful. I, right. Immediately thought that. I don't like this picture not because she doesn't look pretty, but because she, but she does look pretty, but because, and this sounds like a little <laughs> nitpicky, but this was really, this was my biggest critique with the entire thing, when the entire thing this is the first thing I, I thought was that she's smiling too intensely in this picture. And I mean, maybe that makes me sound like an asshole more than her, but <laughs> let me defend, let me defend you. Okay. It's too intense a smile for the cover page of a PowerPoint where you're trying to set your friend up with someone else that is reading the PowerPoint. Yes. It's too eager. You know, this picture, yeah, this picture in any other context is a great picture. In this context, it's like, oh my God, they're so eager that they yes. have a PowerPoint. And it's the, you know, it's like, remember that like that you can't woman accompany that the, the PowerPoint. It can't accompany the PowerPoint. Right. That's the thing. It's it's all about context. Remember that woman that was like the crazy dating face woman? She was like a meme forever. Like the yeah, like yeah, intensive. Yeah. Sm- <laughs> I mean, no one can see me. Like the intensive. Maybe we'll release this in video. Uh, intensive smile. Like it's like it's scary yeah. a little bit. I can I can understand a, little- a man being scared by that. I would I would be scared by by seeing a picture of a man like that. <laughs> no, I I do think she looks great. I I I saw this and I was like, you know, again. We weren't. We didn't know what was to come, so we didn't know if there was going to be more pictures on the front picture. But that's the thing. That's the thing with any dating app picture. Your first one, you better nail it. Right. And um, I think this is a good. Also, other than the smile, I do think it's a good picture because mm. she looks very pretty. She's. It's not like too sexual, so it doesn't look like that's not no. like the first thing that you're thinking. Um, and and I just, would no. Right. <laughs> she just seems like a nice, like pretty person to me. Absolutely. So now let's go to slide two. Okay. Slide two you want, says. You want to read it? 
I'll read it. Slides two says, why should you keep flipping through this PowerPoint? Imagine. Which, which I like as an opener because it's like it addresses the elephant right. in the room that this is a pretty crazy fucking She's thing. getting ahead of it. She's yes. getting ahead of, of you being like, oh, this person's a lo- like a lunatic. Um, totally. So a fan named Blank sends you a Google Slides link. Scary. Agreed to okay, you. You had, me, you had me test yeah. it out on my... Uh, <laughs> On my phone. I, I was so sure the link would take me to ruining my phone forever that I sent it to Jordana first right. to, to, to test out. Well, uh, I guess I'm more uh, uh, irresponsible than you because I just clicked it immediately. Try this. See if it's bad. It's yes. an old Billy Crystal joke. Yeah. Um, inside, you. Oh, sorry. She doesn't look like a, like a bot, so you open it up. Inside, you find photos and information about one of her friends, blank. She goes by blank. Blank wants you to grab a drink with, with blank because she's never had a stronger hunch in her life about two people hitting it off, even though she's never met you in person. Said hunch is all she can think about while listening to your podcast, and it's driving her mad. Blank is crazy, but she's hopeful. You decide, what the hell? The apps are trash. It's January 18th, and things are feeling bleak. You're returning from <laughs> Boca soon. I like the picture. I'm, I'm like, she's a good storyteller. I'm imagining this. I mean, I listen, this is my life. Yes. You'll have the drink with Blank in the West Village. Martini's at Blank. And Jared, you two will hit it off. Where it goes from there, who knows? Who cares? But wouldn't this be a fun story for you up, even if it moderately panned out? See, let me address. And, and if you're sitting there being like, I want my friends to fix me up, send them this episode. If you're currently because- making a PowerPoint. based on this guidance you're gonna get so many powerpoints i don't want i'm not asking for powerpoints i'm asking i'm trying to help the listener because if they're sitting there being like how do i want to be fixed up i would assume this opener is everything you want to hear as someone being presented someone's friend i've thought of you personally um i have a hunch um i've i I know you you I get you. She even gave us where to get the first drinks. Light, light lift for me. Um, and then she says, "Here, the ending is perfect. Where it goes from there, who knows? Who cares? I think that's how everyone wants to be set up. No pressure. No pressure. Just who knows? Who cares? Here's right. the restaurant. She's down. Not Because here's what she didn't say. Like, if you don't want to marry her, like then you're the biggest piece of shit or like, you know what I mean? Like you don't know anything about like, it, like she's going to be so like, you're going to want to date her forever because she's so incredible or something. Women do this all the time. She's amazing. She's gorgeous. She's amazing. She, everything she touches turns to <laughs> diamonds and gold. You don't understand. It's like, everyone's amazing. Everyone's right. gorgeous. I, everyone is to someone. I, I don't know your friend. I don't know even know this person. That doesn't do anything I like, for you. Right. No, and even when people go, you don't have to marry her. So don't even you mention the word marry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, why does it have to be that? Right. But where it goes from, who, from there, or like who you don't knows? have to go on a second who date cares? with her. That's all. Yeah, totally. That's it. That's it. So I, so I think to anyone, if you're sitting there and you're in a relationship, this is how your friends want to be set up. If you're not in a relationship, this is how you want your friends to set you up. I would assume. Yes, and again, it doesn't have to be in a formal PowerPoint. It can just be like <laughs> this written out in text messages. 
She really set the scene. Totally. I'm into it. I mean, you want to read the next the one? Next sli- the next slide is quick and important details. This is really where it gets into the yeah. nitty gritty, so to speak. You can okay. read the details go- that aren't like giving Yeah, away I'm, I'm not going to give a, yeah. Intense. Female, 28 years old, from blank, blank, currently lives alone, blank, blank. Doesn't give her address, but she gives the area. I don't think we should tell people where people live alone. Uh, funniest. <laughs> she lives alone. No uh, yeah. deadlock. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps a key under a rock in front of the, yeah. <laughs> the funniest gal pr- prefers situational humor in our blank friend group. Perfect combo of chaos and drive. And it's a good school. The, mentioning the good school, that's a plus. Casually. I like that she mentions the good school casually. And she, also totally. in a way to show how they know each other. Yes, it was, it was a good, it was written like a pro. One yes. of the loudest people I know in a good way, trust me. See, I like that detail because people would think that I'm this loud, boisterous person. Right. From this podcast. I think people think I'm a an, a, an, an oaf of sorts if they listen to me here. Which is not the case. I don't think I'm case. that way in public. No, I actually think you're probably quieter than the average person, potentially. I'm, I'm more, yeah, yeah I, I like, you know, and someone would say, one of the loudest people I know, and she writes in a good way, trust me. People would think that's like, oh, they wrote a negative thing about their friend. No, that's just something about their friend that could turn you on, could turn you off. Right, just a fact. That's a good thing, just a fact. And yes, blank, the school, means raised Catholic, but I swear to God, I've never encountered a more Jewish-acting Catholic. Okay. That's where, where, de- I, the, That's where things... How do you feel about that line? <laughs> um, I think not it's offended. self-aware. I, I, it's self-aware. I, some, you know, some Jews would maybe go, well, what does that mean? And then, and then and then it gets worse. They're like, well, she's nebbish. She's annoying. She complains a lot. Like, you know, it could go down the road. <laughs> she's for of, me. Of, right. of, uh, you know, cheap. It can go down like anti-Semitic tropes, so to yeah. speak. But I'm like, you know, maybe she's saying she's Larry Davidish. Which is, uh, that's kind of what the, you know, anytime someone says someone acts Jewish, I'm like, oh, they think they'd be on Seinfeld. Yeah. I mean, would someone be offended if you said someone was a Catholic acting Jew? I would just assume it um, meant they were like waspy. Yeah. And, that, like, and I guess that could be offensive. Quieter. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Less annoying. Now it's yeah. just, now it's just mean to Jews <laughs> again. In the other way. <laughs> like less emotional, maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe know. a little bit more like Stepford wife. That could be the negative way to look at it. Like just preppy. I don't know. Yeah. I've met Attention. Catholic Jews, like those that version of Jew. I, I'm thinking of one person right now. I don't Is know. it Mike? All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, he, he's the Jewish, you know, I'm, I'm thinking the other way, the, the Jew who kind of acts Catholic. Oh, yeah, totally. I know those types. I get it. But okay. Loves charcuterie more than anyone I know. This is where it's like, and then she writes, I think even more than you. I don't love charcuterie. Right. Maybe, but you but you're okay. you love charcuterie culture, or you're I do. Well, <laughs> yeah, I love what, what it say. says about people, right? Which is like me and Christmas trees. I would say, like, I don't yes I'm not, like, obsessed with Christmas trees, but I like like the culture around like why you would choose to do it a certain way. 
which is what I think you sure, are. You like I, the, it's and a I culture. Guess if so, it, and if someone loves charcuterie, then we would be a match for talking shit on bad charcuterie. I guess that's They might assumption. have thoughts also about charcuterie. Yes, they, right. <laughs> that I would disagree with because I'm the board lord. No, okay. Um, <laughs> so then highly social with many different friend groups, but also very independent. Reed, I anticipate she will love your hectic schedule since it means more time alone for herself. I think that's a nice detail. I would that would be one of the first things I would think of when I was thinking of someone to set you up with. I would think that, like how independence to me is a major would be a major personality trait um mm. that I would consider when setting you up. See, I I I appreciate that and I understand why it's it's something that people think of. I have the and I guess this might be my own shit that I'm dealing with. I I don't trust that. You know what okay. I mean? Like I, you don't I, I always think is, you think you're independent, and then you get a taste, and you just want more. <laughs> oh my god, that perfect impression of me, <laughs> baby, got a taste. <laughs> got to have the whole thing. She thinks she likes alone time, and then she met me. <laughs> yeah, I just think people like being in relationships, and I, I, I don't know, I, I, I. Uh, I, I, to me, I'm like, my mom always does this. Who could date you? She always says that to me. Like I, and if I was a woman, that would be very horrifying, I think. (laughs) (laughs) But like, she always, like, I think it's funny, but she's like, who, who would want, who would want to deal with you? She does that a lot. Because of the travel? Travel, me in general. It'll be like, she'll see a sock on the ground and it just turns into who could date you? You know, it's like a. So it's like, I don't know. Um, okay. So loves walking slash quote unquote running on a path, but I can also marinate on the couch like I've never seen before. Do you think she would like reading that about herself? Um, oh, I don't she can think she sit would on mind. the couch like nobody I've ever seen before. Okay. I don't, I don't think that's uh, that insulting. I could, I think I could okay. say that about myself. And I, well, <laughs> the, my issue with that one was that I think it's kind of like, and many people apply to that description. Like, sure, works out, it's not very specific to her. Enjoys binge watch. Like, I love Netflix. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't really move us. Yeah, I'm with you. Then it, she tells her job, like everyone else in NYC, but is smart, kick ass at her job, genuinely loves her work, thrives on the going out frequently aspect. Okay. Cannot imagine her with someone who's not like this as well. I mentioned to her I was doing this right before sending, and she's horrified because evidently you DM'd back and forth a bit after one of your shows. But still letting me go through with this, she can go with the flow. A bitch in the best ways possible, (laughs) or in the best ways, says shit how it is. My go-to for tough love advice, but a loyal friend. This is like her best woman speech. This is like the bachelorette party speech. You know, this is... What do you think of that ending? I think we're all good here. I, you know, I I like it. To me, the ending reads a little bit like she's gonna be a little bit of a bitch, but I'm oh, also the, I'm like, sarcastic. But people don't get my sarcasm, right? That's my only mm-hmm. hesitancy. But maybe that's my mm-hmm. um, that's me taking like that personally or something. I don't know. See, this is where I think they're trying to sell. They're like, Jared, you give tough love on the podcast, so you must love a bitch. And it's like, no, that's not really. Right. No, <laughs> I agree. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, th- that's me taking that, like, personally, because I think someone might say that about me, maybe. I don't know mm. what that means. I understand it, that. Right. 
It, yeah, and it's like, and then you'd be like, wait, I'm a bitch? You know, like, wait, wait, I didn't say <laughs> like, that. Wait, <laughs> no, that's I was not how I self-describe. Just, um, no. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So then we have two pages of photos, including mm-hmm. five more photos, including some full body shots, which I appreciate. I'm yes. sure you do as well. Beautiful girl, woman, beautiful yes. woman. It is, you know, to you know, she wrote that we've DM before. I'm, I, I mean, I have no doubt that happened. Um, but I, she does send a picture of her entire family, which was very funny. Yes, her entire family looks like Mitt Romney. Unsure if that is a plus or minus for you. I her enjoyed family, that. It was very funny to describe them that way because that's exactly how they look. The family wholesome looks like they are in a J Crew catalog. Can I can I tell you my second celebrity crush other than than um, Brendan Fraser is Mitt Romney. Your second your wait your celebrity <laughs> crush is Mitt Romney. He's one of them. Yeah. Really? It's really weird. I'm not even a Republican, but um, <laughs> Brendan Fraser too. Oh, I didn't tell you that one. Maybe I talked about that no. on Batch, on Ad Patches um, podcast. Very weird, like weird. They're very bizarre, but I love Mitt Romney. Really? I mean, he I, he is a good looking dude. I, I like without something a doubt, about you him. Can't really. Is it the height? Old, old Brendan Fra- Fraser, not like recent Brendan Fraser, like like twenty eight year old Brendan Fraser. I kind of assumed that Brendan Fraser. Just because I've seen him lately, and it, it, it's he's got a look. He has a totally different look now than he did. Then he did back in then. Yeah. Well, back it's weird. It's but, like um, there's there's this movie called School Ties. You probably haven't of seen. Of course, it. you have seen it. Where he plays like a Jewish football player. Yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a so basically I have a crush on Brendan Fraser in School Ties, but I think Mitt Romney, while not exactly the same kind of person, because he's like Mormon. Um, yeah has like some sort of a weirdly similar like preppy like like preppy vibe i don't know he's prep school hot i i i it is funny that you're like ah there's really not a lot of uh all-star jewish football players out there i guess i have to to move on (laughs) to to, brendan fraser in school ties (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is but they are in the similar phylum of look i guess it's like Private yeah. school energy. I mean, her family looks private like private school they energy. Are, that's great. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this this family looks like the mascot for a school, a private school in the Northeast. Like yes. this is like Andover Academy face they have. Completely. Yes. And but, I like okay. it. It I, makes I me mean, feel at ease. The family picture for some reason makes me feel at ease in the. Interesting. The, the, the family PowerPoint. That that family that family portrait made me feel the opposite of Eddie's. <laughs> it doesn't look like we would relate on one thing. And it's actually the biggest turnoff in the whole thing to tell you the really? truth. Really? That's so funny. I saw that. I, I'm like, I want to marry into that family. Oh, I saw that and I was like, this family will be like, what do you do? A you comedian? You talk I, about what? Jews do who? You know, it would be very I just felt like we would never get along. Interesting. They'd be That's like, fair. They'd be like, what about finance? Have you ever worked in, you know, they would try to change my job. <laughs> right. It just has that look. I could see that um, when I'm interpreting it from your eyes. Although I think that you were pretty able to adapt to any scenario. But I also think maybe that's also because you were very close with your like 
parents in your family and maybe that exacerbates a need for like a certain kind of family. Well, I know that Jewish mothers are are I do well with them. That is that's like my right. go-to audience as far as like if I could really make a woman swoon, like I I like I could be in that and I could be kind of like a Now you're going like to get people submitting their moms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please do not. But I <laughs> But I, when I see this family, I'm like, I ain't fooling them. They're not going to be buying my They're bullshit. not buying what you're selling, I think, this no, family. It's it, not going to be like... Yeah. And the jokes about Passover were like top no. tier. Um, <laughs> yeah, every joke... Every, well, every joke, they'd be like, well, what do you mean? You know, like... Right. Like I, and it is to, to kind of blow this out to the general public... People do th- these judgments. I mean, you're hearing judgments of people, and the, these our judgments don't make us sound great. I would say, or don't make me like me looking at her family. I'm sure they're nice people. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, I like. These are the I'm into them. Pe- <laughs> you're into them, and uh, yeah, Jordana wants to go right there's Christmas tree. But I'm saying, <laughs> the people do this. People look at a family and go, I don't know if I could fit in. Even, and this is kind of the issue with dating apps is like you go down the road when you see certain pictures. Like if you meet someone in a bar, you, you can't are really emotionally go masturbating. Look at that. Oh, absolutely. I think men emotionally masturbate too. And just, um, they actually, I think men emotionally break up with you before you've dated. <laughs> How wonderful. So like <laughs> they see what's wrong before it goes wrong. Right. As opposed to seeing what's right and could the, be but They amazing. don't see that, but, right. Women emotionally masturbate and see the potential of where it could go if all goes well. And men like you're saying, see the opposite of like the worst case scenario if things go poorly. Yeah, I guess I, I guess men emotionally break up. You know, <laughs> like it's it, it is because I'm noticing this about myself on dating apps. Like I'll see like one, you know, line. I'll be like, oh, you know, like I don't like I don't think of it in the positive way. I'm like, oh, I could never date that person. Right. You know, like what will six months from now be? And I'm and I should be really thinking about what would a date with them be? And it's just not how I think. Interesting. So we could all we could all work to to meet more in the middle. I think. Abs. I mean, absolutely. Let's go to the next one. Let's. I mean, it. the next one is hilarious. Why I think you're a match, and this is actually the part that's left out of most fix-ups. I think this is actually the best part of the whole thing. You know, she writes value. These are not values, but you catch my drift and what I know about this person. So she writes family close with her family, but does not sugarcoat drama. It's all normal level drama. Don't worry. So she's giving me a taste of why. And then balance between health and social life. I'd call her balance. And while she'll stay in, if she's truly exhausted, she's not one who is going to become a gym rat or intense dieter and has an active social life calling out BS. She's a liberal born from a family of conservatives. We can tell, uh, what more can I say? <laughs> she thinks you're hilarious though, and won't be too cool to know about your work. I don't know what that means, but I, I think I know what that means. What does that mean? I think it's like, she's not, I think, and you've talked about, I think this listen, this means she's been listening to you because you've talked about mm. like when you go on dates and someone's like, Oh, like, uh, like, what do you do? Or like, you're com- like you're a comedian like is that like like a full time you know what i mean like those people who <laughs> yeah, 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 don't yeah, yeah, take yeah. your job seriously um or like oh, think that's... that like their job is like more you know what i'm saying i i got totally. what she meant by that mm. okay that's a good thing passion for work she thrives at her job 
even if she bitches about it, dating, honestly, pretty picky because her time is so valuable to her. I like that. Time valuable to people is a good thing. Um, has never chosen to be in a relationship out of loneliness or boredom. I'm, I'm into that line. Okay. NYC, unsure that she'd ever leave. Oh, we're moving now. Okay. <laughs> and then um, South Florida, obsessed with Miami, unsure about Boca. Okay. Well, I'm unsure about Boca too. Okay, so then maybe you were more than satisfactory as she rated that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She rated these each as excellent versus satisfactory. Okay. And lastly, why you should believe me, a stranger, which I like. It's awareness. Yes. And she writes, I just signed up for Patreon. Well, that wasn't necessary. (laughs) You didn't have to pay me. Um, Agree with, quite honestly, all your dating advice to begin with. I'm a peacemaker who's afraid of conflict, so my worst nightmare would be setting two people up. I wasn't 99.9% confident that they'd get along. I like that. Now what? And then and then now what? I'll respond to DMs with any questions. And then she gives the number. I like this. I mean, this is a perfectly executed setup to me. I love it. As you said, I saw it. Mm. I said, it's a yes. Um, mm-hmm. This is a go. <laughs> and a I go. would like, I think the what the audience really wants to know before we move on and, and get to your, yes. your awkward sex and your emails is, what are you going to do? I think we got to get a drink. <laughs> yeah. I right? thought you were, it would be funny if you were <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm not, probably not going to go. It's a no for me. The family ruined it. No, I, <laughs> the, 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 the Mitt Romney four. No, I, um, I'm down. Bring I think, me, if you wind up dating her, she can bring me home to her, to her parents. Yeah, she'll bring you home. You'll hang out with them. You guys exactly. will all wear matching pajamas and sit in uncomfortable chairs. Um, but <laughs> they just exactly. look like they don't have comfortable furniture in their house. All I'm saying. But a lot of white. Yeah, I think I'm down for a drink. Yeah, a lot of white furniture, a lot of don't go in that room, take off your shoes. My mom's a take off your shoes person, too, so I get that. But yeah, I think I I think I got to go. And I don't mean to sound unenthusiastic about it. I'm enthusiastic, but I'm also like. Well, there's no. Here's the thing. I think a lot of dating and this is why dating apps are so tough is a chemical kind of just like vibe thing. Mm -hmm. And there's no real way to predict that. Um which is why you got to have to use dating apps as introduction apps, as we've learned on previous podcasts from Dr. Helen mm. Fisher. But like, there's no real way to predict if you'll be, it's like, I, I do think some of it is like chemical and you'll kind of know in like five minutes when you meet her, if you'd like to do it again. That's why I thought that there should be a dating app where you just match to give a hug to one another. <laughs> and then you can decide. <laughs> you give a hug yeah. and then you go, hey, that we tried. And then <laughs> it's over. No, I like that. Or you like, you know, you spend five, like that's, I mean, that's the idea of speed dating, right? I love the, I feel like speed dating is, is not like considered cool anymore or like a mm-hmm. thing, but I think the idea of speed dating is amazing. It's like five minutes, you move on, you decide if you want to spend any more time with them. Maybe it's a dating app where you get 15 minutes goes on the clock. So you hit the app and in 15 minutes, a bell goes off and then you guys have to walk a hundred yards away from each other to be able to check yes or no to more time oh so you don't have and to look at them in the yes, face as you're like nah yeah yeah, yeah. and you can, you're 100 yards away so you can run if this person's a fucking crazy person i think that's kind of how speed dating works though like you do the whole thing right? and you like write, rate them and then at the end like i think after the event like you find out who's like into you i think that's how i've never done speed dating but i would well i remember thinking when i was single that i would have loved to do speed dating it seems like a great concept i i there's got to be an app version of it. I think there could be. 
Well, I guess we'll we'll have to look into it. Well, I mean, <laughs> time to invest. Or create Someone it. Someone listening is like, uh, yeah, create it. I, I think the audience will want to follow up on this. So um, I, I, I assume they absolutely do. I'm sure. And please, no more PowerPoints. This was fun. But I, <laughs> I'm okay. I, Unless uh, they're really, really <laughs> good um, yeah. or different. But yeah, Jared, go on the, go on the date. I need to I'm hear about it. The audience needs to hear about it. And report back because I think that will also... I also think that will be just as interesting as what was just. I submitted. hope this was interesting for people. I mean, th- th- we wanted to talk about it. We went a little bit long on it, but I think this is an interesting topic that is related. This, send this to someone you want to set you up. This is the level of, uh, of, of, of work you want done on your behalf because I appreciate this person that sent it to me. I really He's a good do. friend. Good friend. Good friend to me. I don't even know them. Also shows she has some good friends. Yes. I like that. That's, that's a positive. You know I love Skims underwear, but now that their bra line is out, it's all I ever want to wear. Hands down, the no-show Belkinette bra from Skims is the sexiest bra I own. It provides support, but keeps my natural shape, and it's invisible under clothing. I love my Skims wireless form bra. It's so comfortable, but it still does the job. It feels like it's lifted. I know where everything is. That's a big issue for me. I want to make sure that like everything is where it's supposed to be. But it also looks really cute. It's not like some like scary looking bra that I would never want to show anyone. I typically don't like traditional underwire bras, but Skims changed that. I'm literally wearing one right now. And there's one for literally every kind of shirt that you could be wearing. There's so many different pieces. I really love the wireless form t-shirt bra, the weightless scoop bra, and the no-show online demi bra. Skims bras are made with innovative technology to give you the best shape and support. Plus, every bra is designed with the comfiest and softest materials, so you feel like you're wearing nothing at all. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Okay, let's do some awkward sex. UUP at Betches.com. Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. J&J, love the podcast. I listen every week. All nice things. During my freshman year of college in the great state of Maine, I met a tall, cute senior guy at an off-campus party. As the party wound down, he asked if I wanted to go back to his room. Being a kind of shy freshman, I was flattered and proceeded to go back to his dorm with him. Because we went to such a small college, most people left the doors to their rooms unlocked, as did he. However, as he entered his room with me trailing behind, he let out a giant gasp. In the middle of the floor of his room was a raccoon. Not not a stuffed raccoon, not a taxidermied raccoon, not any other somewhat normal type of raccoon. I don't know what a normal type of raccoon would be. She writes, an actual raccoon. It wasn't moving and neither of us knew. I mean, can you imagine walking in and seeing a raccoon? Like, I mean, like it wasn't moving and neither of us knew what to do. So he lightly poked it with his foot. I'm not poking with my foot to see if it would move. We quickly determined that it was, in fact, a dead raccoon. He turned to me and said he thought his friends were playing a prank on him and begged me not to leave. I mean, at this point, aren't you like, let's try for... This is so college. Yeah. The idea that he's like, let me just get rid of this dead raccoon and then we'll start fucking. Like, what? I mean, (laughs) I kind of get it. If I was into it enough, I'd be like, just figure it out tomorrow. Just, you know. It is so college because in the if you walked into a New York City apartment, you're like, there's a dead raccoon. You're oh going God. home. 
Yeah, 100%. But this is like... This is college. I mean, whatever. college life is is a totally... I don't think... A, I mean, like, think about all the things that you would put up with in college that you would not... Totally. A roommate who lived in the same room as you. Like... <laughs> yeah, they're bottom bunk. We'll just go top bunk. They'll not even notice. Yeah. Yeah, like, if you had totally. that in New York, that would not be... Okay. <laughs> no, it's... I that Totally. It's, it is one of those... What you would allow for in college versus what you would allow for as an adult thing. Completely. Yeah. Let me just get rid of this raccoon and then we'll start, you know, <laughs> getting together. And I'm like, what I did think you say? I would stay like, too, if I'm being <laughs> honest. I'd stay. I, I mean, <laughs> it's a dead raccoon. I, was I mean, unless I really thought there. it was like their dead raccoon. Like he's. Hey, <laughs> I've had him for a few years and he's just dead. Like, I've been meaning to, or yeah, if I didn't, if I didn't think that they had like, if I thought that they knew that the raccoon was there and they were cool with it, that would be different than like, like he seems pretty surprised about it. Yeah. Well, she writes, I was sort of stunned and just stood there like an idiot while he raced out of the room, got a box from the trash room and raced back upstairs. He then guided me back into the hallway, asked me to give him one more minute, disappeared into his room with the dead raccoon in the box and closed the door. What's he doing with the raccoon now? A minute later, he opened the door. I love yeah, his sense of urgency. S- he's like, he's like moving so fast so he doesn't lose the momentum of like he got this person back to his room. He's like, yeah. I like yeah, that he's, he's like, like <laughs> he's moving. It's not like cat. He's like doing it really fast. Yeah, no, he. This guy. I mean, they say look to the people running towards the fire, not away. Look, exactly. to, look to the helpers. He's the helper. <laughs> Yeah. A minute later, he opened the door. He had used a pillowcase to pick up the dead raccoon and stick it in the box, which he then shoved down the hallway away from his room. (laughs) Such a college move to just throw a dead raccoon and be like, okay, not my problem anymore. Like it's room service. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to leave it outside the (laughs) door. Someone will get it. the pizza box out there. Yeah. Someone. (laughs) He then welcomed me back inside. Madame. Okay, come on into the love shack. No raccoons necessary. Like what? Oh my god! He then welcomed me back inside and put on Jordan Sparks No Air on repeat, which honestly could be the makings of a whole other awkward sexual encounter story. Somehow, even his lame taste in music didn't scare me off or a dead raccoon. And, he did, <laughs> and we yes, proceeded weird, that's what to you roll know, around. Yeah. Oh, not even the music could t- turn me off. How about the smell of a dead carcass? Ugh. And we proceeded to roll around for a couple of hours. Turns out his friend had planted it there, having found it on the side of the road on the way back from a day of skiing. Though his friends had no idea he would be bringing anyone back to his room that night, thanks to this awkward sexual encounter, an entire group of senior guys referred to me as Raccoon Girl for the remainder of my freshman year, and I now hate raccoons. Yours, Raccoon Girl. I love the nickname that it, it it's the nicknames in college like this. She's not raccoon girl. She's raccoon situation girl. You know, it's I not thought like you were going to say she's raccoon, raccoon woman. woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> These misogynist pigs. Yeah. I'm raccoon woman. Treat me as <laughs> Madame raccoon. Um, <laughs> What was I going to say? Um, yeah, that's totally true. Like, she didn't have anything to do with the raccoon situation. No. Not her fault. He's, yeah, not her fault. But I understand how the nickname happens because, you know. It's college. Idiot college. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, what do you think of this? Um, It's really funny. As I said before, I would stay. Totally get it. I mean, like. Totally get it. You know, I think you would stay too. 
absolutely. I, it is just so funny to me the difference between college mindset and post-college mindset. Like, the minute you get out of college, you're like, if he has a futon, I am out of here. And yeah. in college, it's like, yeah, we got rid of the dead raccoon, and then we hooked <laughs> up, and it was fun. You know, like, Yeah, now I'd be turned off I walked in and the bed wasn't made. I'd be like, <laughs> what kind of an animal is this? <laughs> no? Yeah, that, it, is, it, I, 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 it is so funny how your mindset, and it changes like kind of immediately. Like there is this thing of like you graduate college, you're like, I'm an adult now. It's over. I'm done with that bullshit. And I'm done with the raccoons. Yeah. I'm done with the bunk beds. You know, there's like, a, there's a bunch of phases. I think with that, it's like the first one. I agree is like when you're done with college and you're like, I'm a real person now. I'm not doing any of this shit anymore. And then there's another one, or an even more intense one, when you turn thirty, where you're mm. like, I'm not sleeping in a room with three other people, like on a vacation. Totally. I'm a, <laughs> I'm not doing center of the bed. Right. I need a cor- I need I need an edge of a bed on a vacation. Totally. At the very least. Yeah, I, I, I do get that. Um, which is fu- funny. But yeah, I, th- I think in college, I would totally be cool with this. Sad to say. <laughs> yeah. I, sad to say, but it's not sad. That's what college is all about. Like you're just like doing stupid shit with your friends. Sleeping with raccoons. Yeah. Sorry, what would you call this? I am obsessed with with Maddie wrote raccoon poon and I was la- I was like dying laughing. I thought that was perfect. So I have That is perfect. Uh, I have nothing that competes with that. I didn't even try. I mean raccoon poon is yeah, that's perfection. Perfect. Roadkill romance. That's fun. I just the whole time I read this I kept singing Rocky Raccoon. What is stuck. that? You ever the the Beatles song? Let's hear it. Came into the room only to find Gideon's Bible. I don't think I've heard that song before. No, is that, is that a famous song? Do 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 Who knew you were such a Beatles guy, Jared? But I'm not. Gideon checked out, and he left it no doubt. To help with good Rocky's revival. You could have told me you wrote that song and I would have, I would believe you, Andre. Like you just. I'm the Beatles. (laughs) I mean, I'm saying like if you, if you had been, there's a movie about that actually. It's really funny. But if you had Uh, told me that, you remember that movie where the guy like basically like the Beatles never existed. He just writes the songs and (laughs) pretends they're his. Um, Yeah. I would have believed you. Yeah. This is, uh, it just kept playing in my head the whole time. The whole time I'm reading this, I'm like. Man, Rocky Raccoon. But this is, I mean, Red Flag or Deal Breaker, you're your age now. You get brought back to an apartment. Guy has a dead cockroach. Okay. Um, and he, what is his, and he removes it immediately? He does the same thing. He throws it down the hallway like it's in a pillow. <laughs> I mean, I don't love, I, I would love if he called, like, if he did that for the moment and then was like, I'll obviously call an exterminator tomorrow. But come on in. One dead cockroach, I'm okay. Several, I'm probably out. Mm. Again, it's already dead. It's, if I saw it moving while things were happening, that would be a different story. Okay, yeah, because I was wondering, like, how do you like, how do we judge this up to a adult level red flag deal breaker? Because I don't think any of us are going to walk into a home with a dead raccoon sitting there. Like, I, have you I, ever had any vermin in your apartment? No, I mean. My complex, the place I live now, has a cr- 
crazy amount of rats in the courtyard area. Like it is like an amount of rats that you're like, I've never seen this in New York. I know the rats exist in New York, but like we just kind of like live. They live in your that. building. <laughs> they, I think this is the home to all of them. Like I, <laughs> I do, I truly do believe that. But how no, exciting for the had. girl you might go on a date with that in the PowerPoint. <laughs> Yoo-hoo! Can't wait for that martini. <laughs> And then I want to bring you back and you can meet my rats. Yeah. You can be- <laughs> that's, that's Rizzo. Um, oh my gosh. Let's do, let's, what a let's great name for a rat. Um, yeah, rats I had, Rizzo. That's a- I, I did have a mouse in my first Murray Hill apartment and I was so fucking scared. I was like, I jumped on, I like literally wouldn't, I wouldn't get off the chair until someone came upstairs to like, figure out how to find it. Oh, really? It. So you this is like a, a thing for you? I mean, mice or mice, a mouse, a live mouse is different, I think, than a dead cockroach. Yeah. I mean, a rat is different than a mouse, though. That's also true. A rat is disgusting. Oh, my God. I'm just thinking about mm. it. When you see them even in the subway, well, I don't like it. Rizzo the rat is a Muppet. It's my favorite oh. Muppet. I didn't even know that. You're really oh aging God, yourself in you. all the... <laughs> I, <laughs> you got Rocky Raccoon from the Beatles, <laughs> Rizzo the Rat from the Muppets. I mean, I, I just... I'm emailing you a picture of rats uh, of Rizzo the Rat. I mean, Rat I was a big Muppet. Muppets is like... Muppets is like I'm a fan. There's no... I, this is my <laughs> favorite picture of a rat ever is him with the, with the Letterman's jacket on and a backwards hat and a pizza. Rizzo the Rat. Him with the pizza is oh, my wow. favorite picture of any. Okay, Muppet. yeah, now this guy looks familiar. Yes, we'll show it on on when we promote the episode. Rizzo the rat. Rizzo the rat. That's who lives in your building. That's him and his whole family and extended cousins and friends. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not be saving while doing it? Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because our members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, and more. You know I love to find the best deals. You know I'm a deal searcher. You know I like deals. Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. You know I love points. So you can use Rakuten to get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Rakuten has your favorite brands like Bloomingdale's, Blue Mercury, and Zappos. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. That's wonderful. You're already shopping at these places. Why not? Get in on the game. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. We are sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Some of us go for a run, take a nap, read a book. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I love BetterHelp because it's an easier way into professional therapy. It is a toe in the water. I love that they have a questionnaire that matches you with a 
licensed therapist. If you're sitting there and you've never been to therapy, what a perfect way to get in the game. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you gotta do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash UUP today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash UUP. Let's do another email. Let's do it. All right. Hi, Jared and Jordana. I recently found the podcast and I'm already addicted. Would love to know your take on my situation. My boyfriend and I live in different countries. I moved three months ago, and this was the plan from before we started dating over a year ago. We both agreed to do long distance and talk every day and hope to end up back in the same city once I'm done with school next year. There are no plans to visit right now because we're both nervous to travel internationally due to the COVID situation. Here's my problem. Sex is really important to me, and and when we're together, it's awesome. We're both into it, though just before I left, he went on antidepressants and that had a big effect on his libido. At first, he said he was excited to try new things while we were apart, like phone sex and video sex. I love all of it and would be a game for whatever he's comfortable with. I'm very down for flirty messages, sexting, sending pics from suggestive to full-on graphic, the whole shebang. We've only ever sexted together once before we even met up for a first date back in 2020, but it was amazing and he was great at it. The issue is now he's super weird about it. I've tried everything initiating, asking if I can send stuff to what she said no, suggesting creative alternatives, being patient, letting him know he can initiate anytime he wants, etc. He doesn't want to and refuses to talk about it. I explained that he doesn't need to send anything he's uncomfortable with, but that it would be a, a favor to even just let me send pics or whatever once in a while. Would it be so hard to throw out an occasional show me what you're wearing to bed or a you look hot? I even bought an app-controlled vibrator that he can pilot via his phone. Wow. Literally, all he needs to do is open up the app and start going. We've done that a couple times just with me texting throughout and once sending a voice message of myself. He says it's not the same as in person. He just feels too awkward about it. I'm 100% sure he's not seeing anyone else. Trust me. Would take too long to explain how I know, but it's verified. (laughs) Sounds like someone Uh who has cameras. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of trust in this relationship. Seriously. It's 100% verified. Um, He says he's really attracted to me and wants to be intimate when we do in-person visits. What I want to know is, am I being an asshole for being annoyed? While I understand consent is important, I don't want to be pushy. Having zero sexual interaction during during long periods of time away doesn't work for me. I feel like this is the long-distance equivalent of being perpetually unwilling to go down or use a toy to help your partner out. If we could work out some kind of compromise, I'd be willing to try whatever. But the fact that he's totally unwilling to even discuss it seems so wildly prudish. What do you think? Should I just drop the issue and commit to a life of heavy porn consumption? Should I drop him? I would hate to throw away an otherwise fulfilling relationship over sexting, but this is truly a dry spell I didn't sign up for. Sincerely, not vibin' on no vibin'. <laughs> um, I think this is an interesting email because here, and it's a little extreme because they're living apart, but you know, and they can't see each other for like a very specific amount of time. Let me, I think a relationship is in trouble when you can't even give the why. Like if you can't even describe the why, then you're not even really like negotiating with, with a person and you're dating yourself. I, I just believe that. 
I would also let me give empathy. And to it's his awkward. It's not a why. I don't think it's that's not, not a real yeah, that's why. not enough of a why. It's a fake why. Yeah, I here. Let me give like I can give some explanations to why I wouldn't want to do that. Okay. And I've been in this situation before. I think sexting and all this stuff is like. I don't want to like. Sp- l- let me speak for myself. This I would is say just for, I'm yeah, always just give your opinion. Yeah, but like I, I'm just exhausted by it. Like it, it, it takes forever. Um, it's 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 never like the sexting never leads anywhere. And like I think guys are just more physical. Like I think like right. I'm like I need an ending to this. I need, you know, I need to feel like so. It's kind of like I like they're like FaceTime people and they're not FaceTime people. Like if someone FaceTimes me, I'm like, oh, this is now a chore. And I could understand where this could become you a don't chore like for him. Hate FaceTime. Interesting. I I I, I don't want to hold my hand up. I want to be able to like I, if we're gonna FaceTime, then I, I'd rather hang out in person. I'd rather text like the specifics of what we're talking about. Like, but right. the FaceTime to me is like, it's just it's it, it always ends with two people just looking at themselves in the mirror, right. you know, and just checking out their own hair. So I do agree with her, like. You guys have to figure something out to be able to be sexual together because of this defined long distance thing. But I will like speak up for a lot of people out there who are like, yeah, the sex thing, like we end up saying the same thing every time. I feel a little ridiculous. I I mean, she's bringing up options like she's doing the remote control and all that stuff. And that's fun. And I'm happy really she's trying doing to make that. it and work. That's actually, yeah. And, and she's and that's why I would say that this relationship needs to take a sabbatical at the very least, because she's trying seven different ways to make this happen. In most scenarios, it's just two people are like, we should sex. And it's like, why don't you ever say anything? It's like, well, I have to be home. I have to be home with like an hour of time to do this. And I have totally. to be, you know, you can't in do front it while the... you're doing something else like on like traveling. You're totally. not doing that. Right. Especially internationally. That's where I give him empathy where it's like your times of the day. Like, you know, if, if it's his afternoon and your night, Right. Maybe he's got other things going on and then it it becomes this like never ending thing and it becomes a chore. That's and I felt that way in the past with sexting and like kind of phone stuff in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think if he had explained the way you're explaining it sounds extremely rational. Um mm. and I think it would make sense the way he explained it. Also like yeah, maybe if that's not something that he wants to do and she's really into that like maybe this is not like a a match for the timing that they're in like maybe they mm-hmm. would have a great relationship in person if they were in the same place but like it's another one of the reasons it's so hard to have a long distance relationship it's the thing that you're describing and that could be anything else that could also be about like communication in general or texting and so mm-hmm. like both people kind of have to like really work at it i think to if it, for it to work in yeah. that scenario I and I've just very rarely I I totally agree with you it might be that we got to put this on the shelf but it's like I very rarely as a guy just been like I've been turned on by sexting but I'm like I need to know like I got this this has to happen I I I mean this is also like it needs to be a a real life encounter that's coming up that and it also like you know guys sex is very like on off switch like boner come you know like (laughs) just wrote a a romance novel that's right and but uh, i mean like you know when we talk about sex with in person like a lot of women you know they got to be in a place you got to be in the right Right. headspace like you know i could go to an alley and 
punch one out next to a dumpster with you know with Rizzo the rat sitting next to me I'd be okay <laughs> you know so I I think that goes this goes into the kind of and it's like you know the other stuff is fun but it's fun when you're in person and it's a little less fun when like going to this magical headspace is just right. not as much of a thing for a guy I think that makes a lot of sense I've never we never touched on this really but I think that that explanation does make because I mean at least for me I feel like a lot of it is is so mental mm-hmm. um, that I totally understand like I could understand someone being if it was physical why that wouldn't do anything for them and vice versa yeah and, and like if listen, this guy had... took, if you took all like for me if you took all the emotional the emotions out of sex it's not enjoyable and for this it's like you're taking you... all the physical really like of the of the other person out of it. Also, and this isn't fair, this isn't necessarily true for everybody, but like a lot of guys guys are in the position of having to direct every sexual experience. Hmm. You know, be the leader, be the person that makes it happen, be the person that like takes control. And it's like now you're doing something that you don't really like doing and then you're asked to be the leader. You know, right. like I've had good sexting experiences when the woman like was like, taking control telling me what she was into and ha- what was happening like but that that she was seems very like rare. she's kind of doing that she is and, and i agree it does sound and she's like, kind of like i'll take why. whatever you want to give me like i can just do <laughs> yeah. it but she's kind of like i'll just do the whole thing like you just have to answer totally and that's um, why this email is is a very specific version that like i think we're both saying like a breakup might be needed like i think it like to relate this to like everyone else like why is my boyfriend not excited to sext i'm giving those reasons this guy is not even negotiating with you which means there's a bigger problem in the relationship he's not telling you something he's not maybe he feels the exact same way i do but he should be able to say that if you guys are in a relationship and i think for the advice for her is maybe bring up if that's the reason or like try to open the discussion Mm. and to like get more into the reasoning behind he why he won't do anything and i think either that will either help you understand and Maybe like you can meet somewhere in the middle or again, it's not the timing for you guys is just not there and your needs are not going to be met in this specific scenario. It doesn't mean they're bad or good. I just think it means like it's not the right situation for this relationship to thrive. Totally. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. 
Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's play some games. You ready? Let's do it. Now it's time to play Red Flag or Deal Breaker, presented by Impossible Foods. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. Eating an Impossible Burger instead of an Animal Burger uses 87% less water, 89% less greenhouse gas emissions, and 96% less land. So if your date orders an Impossible Burger, it's a big green flag. I'll say this. I mean, if you want to make one change for the greater good, those Impossible Chicken Nuggets... I had a couple drinks last night and then popped those in the oven. They were great. Huge fan. I love Impossible. I think they have great stuff. They have. Gr- they also sent us these um, meatballs. Mm. They're really, really good. Love everything they're doing love in that space. So get into it. Let's do it. Uh, All right. You ready? Let's dive into it. Here's the first one. Hey, J&J was recently on a first date and have a red flag or deal breaker. He admits to jerking off to one of your Instagram bikini photos. Context. We're in our late 20s. <laughs> he admits. I admit it. I've been doing it. I've been jerking off all day. Right. Next to Rizzo did, Rizzo. How did this come up is what I would want to know yeah. first. Yes. We're in our late 20s, matched on an app and hit it off. On our first date, we had a great time and a little, a lot too much wine. So we went back to his apartment and hooked up. In the midst of the hookup, he told me he jerked off to one of my pool bikini IG photos. My Insta is public. <laughs> in the couple day interim of us matching slash pre-date it's so weird to think that there are like men who are just um, like masturbating to the pictures that you publicly have on instagram that aren't you don't even think are that sexual i mean i i i hate to be the bearer of bad news but yes that's happening well i mean that you don't think are sexual it's like how many women have i been like that i've dated that i've been like oh i I love yoga pants and they're like these are gross these are my gross yoga pants and i'm like right yeah but we like them you know, like, I, I, I know you feel gross in them, but we think you're gorgeous. You know, like, this is... Yeah. You're a dream right now. That's funny. And she writes, is this something most guys do but just wouldn't bring up to a girl? Should I run away now? Since we got along so well, I'm wondering if he thought this admission was sexy for the mood. But I've also never been told this, so it's pretty weird. Can't wait for your thoughts. This is a tough one because I'm in the position of speaking for a monster. Well, I don't think that he's a monster. That was not my... I kind of disagree with with her thought on this i think if we were i kind of think like if i'm hooking up if you're hooking up with someone and you're into it and you like the guy and he's like yeah i've like thought about like i think that's kind of hot 
I could see why he would think it would be kind of hot. See, th- this is the thing. I, I that's I, I had the same thought process. I, I didn't think that you would. You went the same direction as me, where it's like they, you're in bed. He's yeah, probably it's like whispering he brought it up that on the in date. your ear. No, yeah, yeah. This in in the context of how this happened, I get why he thought it was going to be sexy, and I also get why she's like turned. She felt it was weird because right. he basically miscalculated dirty talk. I and guess maybe too soon. I don't know. Like, it's kind of like to me, it's not that I, far I, off from like I've been thinking about you. I guess on a first date because they never met you. Maybe it seems creepier. But like if I if this was a third date and the guy's like I you know the first couple dates went so well I've just been thinking about you and like I think about you when I'm you know like to me that would be like great like the person see <laughs> I think it's the specifics that made her weird like if right. he was like I was thinking about you I touch myself to you all the time that's a different thing than hey so the seventh picture down when you're <laughs> down at the when you were on <laughs> Christmas vacation. I came to that 17 times before we met. Like that's where I right. think there's like a or even using the much. term totally, totally. If even using the term jerk off, if you use that term jerk mm. off, I think that would be like make it creepier. But if you like you said touch myself is a much more like sensual, I think like you know what I'm saying? And thinking of you yeah. is like different than Hey, so the computer was on my lap and I was in front of the TV and exactly. it was like three o'clock on a Wednesday. Like it's all like too much. Like, so I understand he just missed how to say it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not, but I, I don't think this is a deal breaker. I don't either. Um, I think if I was into the hookup and I was like into the guy, I wouldn't like really mind. I think I'd prefer to hear this on maybe like after they had actually met me because it seems like something about the fact that they never, again, like what I just said about like the mm-hmm. idea that there could be many men on the internet, just like like strangers. I think the stranger sure. thing is the most ups- like unsettling. Like mm-hmm. he didn't know her. He didn't really know her at all. But I think after the first date, I would be into it. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's funny that like I was thinking of like if a woman did this to me, I would be so fucking into it. Like it wouldn't weird me out at all. I, I, the more the explanation, the hotter for some reason. Just like her, be, I don't know. But I, I, this, I don't think it would ever happen. <laughs> like, I, like I don't. I think don't think would it would be. happen for someone who had never met you, probably, unless they were like a huge fan. But I, I don't know. Yeah, it just, it, it is funny how different this. Like for a man, I don't think any man would be like, oh, you what? Right. To my pictures? Like I I think it's a red flag just because it's the first date. But any other time like if any other mm. encounter after their first encounter, I'm like, oh, like that encounter like we had a great time and like they're thinking about me. Like that's and it's kinda hot. Mm. Like if I were into it, I think I'd be into it. Yeah, this guy just needs some like speech writing classes. Yes. <laughs> finesse. <laughs> a little finesse. Yeah. Let's do another. Okay. Hi, J&J. Jordana, congrats on getting married. Jared, I love seeing you in Madison months ago. Thank you. I've been procrastinating on this email for a while. Here it is. Red flag or deal breaker. Your partner makes you wash out your mouth before anything sexual happens. Backstory. I went on a date with a guy who followed the Jain religion. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I think it's um, popular in India, I believe. Okay. 
I went on a date with a guy who followed the Jain religion, which has a lot of food restrictions. They practice the value of all life, which means they practice a vegan diet, but also don't eat root vegetables or broccoli or cauliflower due to the preparing those vegetables leading to potentially killing some organisms. Wow, I didn't know that. Each follower can take it as far as they'd like. This guy ate dairy and root vegetables, but followed all the other restrictions. The guy I went on a date with did not ask that I follow his same diet, but did ask that if I ate what I liked, I wash out my mouth or brush my teeth before anything were to occur between us. This was a deal breaker for me, but I'm curious what y'all think on this. What do you think, Jordan? Um, I think it's no different than someone being like, I'm kosher. Yeah. And we use different plates. So like I don't mind if you eat unkosher stuff, but if you come to my house, like I'd prefer you like not bring it into my house, I guess. Maybe. So th- there's no th- like I can understand where you can go down the road of like it basically feels like someone being like wash out that dirty mouth of yours before you touch me. You know, like I could right. understand that. I think it would depend um, how they explained it and how it felt when they like explained <laughs> it. But if it was just explained as like a religious thing and that like I don't think it would bother me that much. I mean, it might get old. Do you know what I mean? Your teeth would look better. You know, like that's like, I guess like yeah. you're doing extra brushing maybe that you wouldn't have done before. Um, the way she explained it here would not offend me. Yeah. Like if this is how it was explained, like, hey, this is just where I'm at. And I would prefer it if you did that. I would, I would be cool with it. Yeah, I think it would be fine with it. And if I wasn't fine with it, then like if it was too much of a burden on my lifestyle, I think we wouldn't be a match. Well, what if, it, let me change this a little bit. What if it's this person's just like, they say it for hygiene reasons, not not religious, just being like, hey, can you do a little mouthwash before you suck my dick? Like, I don't think we'd get along. I'm pretty messy. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, do you know what I mean? I'm not like against that, like in, in theory, if that's like anything, their thing, I just, it would be a deal breaker for me because like, if you don't like that, like you're not going to like my shit that's like literally everywhere. Sure. And <laughs> <laughs> things are getting worse from here. Yeah. What about you? I think it's a deal breaker for me. I, it's just too much. The religion one actually like is less of a deal breaker. Like I'd be like, if someone was this religious, I don't think we would be getting to this point anyways. But I also it isn't a deal breaker for me. But if it was hygiene, if they were like, yeah, I gotta make sure. I'd be like, we're not gonna get along. This is over. I agree. Let's do one more. All right, let's do one more. Hey, J&J, I have a timely COVID red flag or deal breaker for you. I've been talking to a guy. We had first aid plans for a night earlier this week. I found out I have had COVID and I had to cancel, so I broke the news to him. His response was, let's go anyway. I'm the most immune person out there. <laughs> I love this question. Love it. Yeah. When I told him I didn't feel comfortable going out to a bar or restaurant and exposing others to COVID, he replied again with, I'm super immune. I've had COVID twice. I'm not worried. He also suggested going straight to his apartment instead of going to a bar. Getting a bad vibe from this reaction and was curious about your thoughts. Red flag or deal breaker. Love the show and I'm a devoted listener. Keep up doing the Lord's work. This is hilarious. I mean, like like the idea that COVID was the best thing that ever happened to this guy. He's like, oh, good. You'll just come to my place. We'll just like make dinner and like hook up. You know, like that's like (laughs) it just sounds like it sounds like someone who's like just really needs like looking to hook up. Yeah, really needs, like, really needs this right now. And to me, more than, like, I guess, like, the COVID thing is, like, the way that she's being able to see that. So it's almost like a good thing. 
because he's like listen like i don't give a shit like i just need to have sex tonight like yeah i'm super immune i don't care if we infect this whole restaurant like i have needs (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) to me it's it's he's just what you just said like it covid means nothing to him it is like it's as if she's texting with his penis right that's exactly what it feels like. It's like, I just got to get there, got to get there, got to get there, got to get there. And yeah, to me, that's the biggest turnoff. Obviously, like the fact that he doesn't care about... It's also like, it would be different if they were supposed... Let's say this was a third date and they were supposed to go to his apartment mm. anyway. And him yes. being like, listen, like, I really... Like, I've just had it. I really don't... Like, it doesn't bother me. Like, if you want to still come, like, I'm still down to hang out. That's a different mm-hmm. thing than like... Who cares? Like... <laughs> <laughs> did he even ask if she feels okay yeah that too <laughs> like, did he even like hey are you okay just come over <laughs> like, yeah i'm with you um it just feels like it's like it's a doth protest too much situation where it's like this must it's it's not even the covid to me like it's just right. the lack of concern the intensity anything other than this, this has to happen. happening yeah I agree. It's like it's like a one. Tr- it would almost be a little scary to me. I'd be like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? When someone's trying too hard at that situation, it's like, what is like? Well, it's, it's a very it's a turnoff. It's a turnoff, uh, totally. And it's like the fact that she's like she says he says, let's go anyway. I'm immune, and then she goes, well, I don't want to like get others people exposed. That's like like. The whole reason COVID is so socially difficult is this idea that you can expose someone else who will then pass it on to someone who has, you know, uh, doesn't have the immunity that maybe everyone else has is right. immunocompromised. So that's the whole like uns- unsettling thing. This guy has zoned in so much to his own immunity that it just shows you like, I mean, what kind of a lover would this guy be? He's, right. he's not even thinking so of anyone selfish. else. Exactly. He's not thinking of anyone else right now. So and and there's levels of acting selfish. This just feels like it's way more selfish than I would kind of prance around the city. And it's not even subtly selfish. It's like extremely blatantly no. selfish. She's like, well, what about the other people? Yeah. He's like, fuck the other people. <laughs> I got these balls full of cum. <laughs> exactly. Um, Listen, but anyway, that's it for this week's Red Flag or Deal Breaker presented by Impossible Foods. Not only do they provide meat made from plants for meat eaters, they're also on a mission to unfuck the planet. I, I got to say, it tastes so good. It's so easy to cook. The chicken nuggets, whoo, I had them. Delish, easy to cook. Um, they're crispy, tender, delicious chicken nuggets made from plants. Uh, They have a golden brown breading on the outside and a juicy bite on the inside. Plus, they're better for the planet than animal chicken nuggets. Visit impossiblefoods.com to get with Impossible today. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E foods.com. Well, Jordana, we saved dating again. I'm so proud of us. We did it. And, you know, if you love the show, write us a review. Tell a friend, you know, the works. We want the works from you guys. I mean, and we went long today, so th- this is what we're we we got you through an extra half hour today that we w- we never would have done. So share, share, share. You're welcome. Anyway, we will see you on Sunday. Bye. You up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. 
and send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Lee. Lee creates denim that gets better with age, the ones you reach for to feel your best again and again. Their denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail, a classic. The Rider jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com. That's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Betches.